0: Drive podcast I am your host I have a co-host Shay T I'm DJ quest one say hi Shay T
1: hi guys what's up
0: she's joining the team I'm excited we are gonna do video this is just gonna be audio but we have everything set up to go ahead and move forward and start making some episodes on YouTube and on your streaming services alright so uh, let's get into it we're going to talk about three topics we're gonna talk about Alpo Martinez uh, the drug kingpin of Harlem and we're going to talk about the abortion law in Texas. And lastly, we're going to talk about Travis Scott and Astro World incident. Um. So, Alpo Martinez. So, I, I saw Paid in Full. That's a Rockefeller film. Damon Dash funded it. And Mackay M- 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 Pfeiffer comes out on it. And uh, Harris, uh, his last name is Harris, comes out on it as well. And Cameron plays Alpo Martinez. That's how I knew about it. So they were big time crack dealers in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And they made millions, driving bins and driving Audis back then and stuff. So of course, uh Rich Porter got was uh was Alpo's friend and and then A-A-Z, AZ was also his three of them. A Z got killed, got set up by Alpo, and then Rich Porter got killed. Actually, A Z, he survived. And but Rich Porter got killed by by Alpo and uh and he also killed his little brother I oh mean,
1: lord you gotta watch who your friends are yes let alone your family okay. they, they had him <laughs> ransom right
0: and so uh they caught Alpo and they locked them up for 25 years or something and uh he went ahead and dropped the dime he, he became an informant and and he was also dealing he had a connection in D.C. not only in New York And, of course, he got released, went into the witness protection in 2015, but he went back to the hood.
1: Boy, I tell you, they said you just just (laughs) cannot buy, you know, like, what is it? You cannot buy a brain. You cannot buy intelligence. You cannot buy, like, you know, elevated thought processes. It's just not not something you can purchase.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. And so uh, he was recently murdered. Halloween night he went back to Harlem and people have already spotted him. He was in New York fashion uh, yeah two weeks ago, you know before a Halloween and he was spotted doing a, like an interview with the with the New York Post or one of these one of these stations. So I know people are probably you know Rich Porter family still lives in Harlem. so do you think that he did it because he felt safe or you think he should have stayed away like?
1: Well, as I was saying to you earlier Rick quest one, you know, okay. I don't really know. I had not heard of this, even though I had seen paid for many, many, many years ago. Yeah. Uh, but I will say with the general information that you gave me the little bit kind of we looked up or whatever, um, I will say that if I were in a position where I gave someone up and I mean, I just would not return to the scene of the. Crime. I would not return. They would be looking, They would not know what I look like, where mm-hmm. I'm at. And I'd probably be another country or something if that was the role I chose to play in my life. Right. But also, you know, I just wonder. I mean, how many drug dealers you know that's really moving their money through their bank unless they have big businesses or all other businesses. Yeah. So, I mean, unless they had some other front businesses, I mean, I imagine maybe his money was somewhere in somebody's, you know, basement. Yeah attic somewhere, somewhere in a home. wall yeah. or something. So maybe he had to return to go get his money, but he did not have to take the interview and he did not have to show up at Fashion Week. So those are like two big no no's. Um
0: yeah, two yeah. big no no's I uh, I you know, I I you know the colour of the streets, don't rat, you know, don't don't snitch. Uh I'm not really a big fan of that word, you know, because I've never been in that position, but when people are in that position, like Sammy De Bull Gravano from the from the Gambino families who turned over John Gotti, he's doing his own. He has a YouTube channel now. He's doing, you know, he lives in Arizona. He doesn't live in New York, but he didn't go back to New York. A lot of, you know, a lot of these people go back to New York City or go back to where they at. Sometimes they get caught slipping and then they die. You know, in this case, you know, he he's uh, he's gone.
1: I guess they had a trick for him.
0: And they sure did. Okay, changing the subject to uh, the abortion, uh, Texas abortion law.
1: You know, Texas, they say everything is big in Texas and don't mess with Texas. And lately, since Donald Trump um, came, uh, you know, was elected president, it seems like a lot more people here in Texas have come out to do some really brazen things uh, and bring some brazen things in front of the legislature. And... When I just think in terms of, I mean, in being a woman and thinking about, let's just say you, Quest, you know, we're friends and everything. But if you, mm. say, I mean, you say something to me like, Shanna, you know, what are you doing? Um, you know, trying to get an, you know, get an abortion or something like that. I mean, I just don't think that there's any of your right. You don't have a right. So if yeah. I tell you my business, then, okay, you have a right to say whatever you want to say about it. Because now I've opened up that book, you know, of business to you. But For you to try to tell me, oh, well, you know, you're going to kill the baby. Oh, you're going to do that's really you know what? Let me let me live with myself on whatever that is. But for someone else to come to me and say, well, you can't do this or after six weeks. Right. You know, I I think that we have to look at a bigger picture here. And I am so nonpartisan when it comes to tall, short, light, dark, Caucasian. Latino, Asian, whatever, you know, Middle East, whatever. I mean, I just like people. But what I'm saying is that when I look on the news and Mm -hmm. I see this huge group of Caucasian people and they're all clapping, and then I hear from other people, I talk to a lot of other people, and what I'm hearing is people are really feeling like, hey, Caucasians are becoming the minority. It was just said the other day that Houston, Texas, Mm -hmm. one of the largest metropolitans in the country is 50% Hispanic right now. Mm -hmm. 50% Caucasians from what I understand according to many other people that I've been talking to people feel like they're running for their lives and so they don't want because the majority of the people from my understanding and my reading is that a lot of people who are getting abortions are Caucasian females, young Caucasian females. So they don't want that to happen because they want those babies to be born.
0: Yeah, and- you know, it's it's a race. You know, uh, I just saw a movie Madres on Prime. It talks about in California in the '70s, they, they these you know the, the Hispanic communities were, were in the farmlands, you know, and that they were they couldn't have babies. They were giving them a, a, a what is it or what do they call them a rectum? What do they call them? The where, where they can't have babies anymore.
1: The, you mean the the
0: women? Yeah, they were. Uh, t- I guess. Oh, tying the tubes. Yes.
1: Tying the tubes. T- okay. Yeah, uh-huh. and they
0: couldn't have any more kids, okay. and they weren't because they, they didn't speak Spanish, and they were, and it has to do with that. Like, yeah, like they, you know what I mean? Race, yes, race mm-hmm. theory. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, and I and and you know these doctors didn't go to jail or nothing, and they were doing this, you know, um, to these to these to these women, and they were dying too. Like the kid, yeah, like the babies were like not being born. And it was like, oh, it was like crazy, you know, and going back to abortion, like I, I see, I can see where where that, where that is, uh, in favor of, you know, I'm 50, 50. I don't like babies being, being hurt or anything like that. But at the same time, it's, it's your body. I can't tell you how you carry that baby nine months. I mean, it's rough. I mean, you, you have, you know, you, you have a kid, you know, and nine months is, is it, is it hard?
1: Um. What do you mean?
0: Having like having a baby, carrying a baby for nine months.
1: Um. Certainly, and um. You know, I think that it's really important that we, you know, recognize that it takes two to make a baby. Right. And to me, it would be different if, let's say, the 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 husband or the sperm contributor, uh, you know, (laughs) sperm donor. Came and said, hey, you know what? I think I really want this baby. And the woman didn't want the baby. Well, maybe there had to be some kind of, there would need to be some kind of compromise or something. Um, But, you know, when I talk to people, I'm really kind of taken aback because sometimes I would hear some guys say things like, well, you know, she should have been taking a birth control pill. Oh, you living in the 40s, aren't you? You know, It takes I
0: mean, two to tangle.
1: It, and you know what it takes to make a baby, don't you? I mean, I think it's it's the responsibility of the male and the female. Mm-hmm. If the man does not want any children, he should A, not have sex, B, wear protection, C, you know, make out to that degree with somebody he wants to be with. You know, and the same thing for the female. So if she doesn't want any kids, you know, I would say go ahead and um, use all of the tools that's out there to not have them.
0: You know, Until when I was in ready. college, when I was in college, this this kid was dating this nice looking looking girl, and this other guy was older than us. His theory was like, get her pregnant and she'll be yours forever. And I was oh like, Oh my
1: Whoa. god, <laughs> what year was that? <laughs> I, I, I. Where was that? What city or state was that? San Antonio. <laughs> oh
0: lord. <laughs> we sit there and look at him like, dude, are you dumb? Like, are you serious? Like, she, they're kids, you know. Like, they're, you know, we're still in our twenties. Like, why are you? Telling, you know, I had I already, already had, because I'm a young dad, I already had a kid, but I didn't understand his logic behind it. He's like, man, she's fine, man. Just get her pregnant. And I'm just like, dude, you're dumb.
1: Some people do think like that. But, yeah, you know, ultimately, that's... you know, there are things that happen that are certainly beyond um, men or women. Well, people's control, for example, uh, molestation, molestation, um, rape. Some, rape, you know, I mean, or sometimes you have a. Uh, there's a baby, you know, inside of the fallopian tubes, there's, you know, different scenarios that, um, you know, cannot be helped. And so sometimes it's just something that needs to be done. And I mean, one side is like, well, you know, should we use this? Should we use abortion as instead of abstinence? Should we just go ahead and keep aborting every baby that we get pregnant with? Like, you know, we're doing number five or number six now. Is that Do you think that's okay? Like five abortions, 10 abortions? I mean, should that be used like birth control?
0: I I knew someone that had three abortions and after her fourth kid, she had the kid and the kid had Down syndrome. So, I mean, that's, but she wouldn't, on birth control. So, is it her fault that she got the three abortions? You know, or is it karma? Is
1: it her, her fault that she got the three abortions? I mean, I think it sounded like it was her choice, perhaps.
0: Yeah, right. Her choice. Her
1: choice not to take a pill. Her choice not Mm -hmm. to get a shot. Her choice not to use the IUD. Her choice not to use the rhythm method. Her choice not to have the guy to use a condom. I mean, you know, I don't know. So, I mean, I think it's both sides have to come together. But, you know, do you think that maybe sometimes people are not mature enough to be entering into? I
0: mean, I've I mean, I, I mean, I have one, I, you know, and I have friends and, and family members that have kids from like different women, mm-hmm. you know, and I just don't think that's responsible. You know, you have to, you have to plan things, but sometimes, of course it happens sometimes, but, you know, having a kid, uh, not planned, but when you have kids, multiple kids from different women, and those women don't want to have a kid from you. And they want to get an abortion it's the woman's choice it's the woman's choice you know but now it's bad and it's going to be a black market
1: well so here you go i just pulled up a couple of pictures of six weeks pregnant um Mm -hmm. you know what what the fetus would look like and you know i each person has to decide you know, for themselves, if they feel like you know, if it's a baby yet, if it's not a baby, if it can feel, or you know, those kinds of things. Um, but ultimately, uh, looking back at what's happening here in Texas, so Texas um, mm-hmm. came up with this Senate Bill Eight, um, saying that hey, um, after, let me read what it says here: the restrictive law prohibits abortion after fetal cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Activity is detected usually around about six weeks before many women know that they're even pregnant. The law makes exceptions for some medical emergencies, but not rape or incest. You mean to tell me, God forbid me, that I have a daddy and he's doing me. I mean, without my permission, I'm a kid and I get pregnant that I have to look at my daddy's baby, let it grow in my belly and watch it. Walk around and support it as if it's something that I was okay with.
0: That's what, what yeah. kind of
1: that's cruel.
0: Yeah, it's it is cruel. It's it's a cruel world, and you know, uh, when you're a kid and you don't know any better, you know, and as you get older, you realize like this is wrong. Right, right. You know what I mean? And it's and it's a lot. You know, it, of course, I don't really talk about it a lot, but it happens a lot, especially here in the states where you have incest and, you know, you have these kids that are 13, 14, getting pregnant. And who's the dad, an uncle, uh, the you know, a brother, uh, you know, the dad. And it's very sad. It,
1: it is. But I mean, even more so, I mean, when you have women that um, get raped yeah. um, and it could be by a friend, it could be a boyfriend, it could be, you know, somebody in the street. But I mean... You know, I think for me as a woman, the biggest thing for me with women is that we have to let our voice be heard. So if you say, huh, huh, well, they don't know what that means. But if you say, no, I don't wanna have sex with you, no, I don't want you to touch me, no, I think I'm gonna go now, or whatever. That's, I mean, the word no in saying it forcefully and being serious is usually you know eight times nine times out of ten taken seriously but you know on Tuesday it can't be you know really can't be one way and then on Thursday you're like oh well Thursday I didn't it wasn't okay Thursday but Tuesday it was perfectly fine come on make up your mind either yeah. a we're engaging like adults on a regular basis or we're not engaging like adults. But,
0: but I mean what we think about it when there's someone that rapes someone and and and, and how do they get turned on like like that's that's insane like the girls say no right they, let's just say they're in a the parking lot in a garage and the guy attacks attacks the girl and he they get turned on i i still don't understand that like that's well, just but
1: let's just say for example let's just say you know people kiss and hug and gently touch you know and it's it's petting and all that stuff so yeah so maybe somebody gets excited there but then they take it then somebody takes it beyond Beyond and then the she point. gets
0: pregnant. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. the bottom
1: line though is that one also I want to just encourage women because you know mm-hmm. I, I think that in sometimes we don't we don't use our voices and it's not everyone, so you know, I don't want a whole bunch of people being mm-hmm. mad with me. But I'm just gonna say this, you know, that we have to be clear about what we're doing
0: right and when
1: i think about mike tyson
0: yeah
1: and the young lady that went to his hotel room way back when what was it two three in the morning i mean let's just think about it guys so here i think he was set up huh i think think he he was set up up.
0: yeah
1: okay well maybe he was set up but i just this is the this is the point to what i'm about to say is that here you are an unknown and I mean, you may be known by, by some people, your family and friends, but not an entertainer status uh, person. Yeah. And so here you are, you meet this celebrity, well-known celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, you may start talking or something, hit it off or whatever. And then they say, oh, come on up to my room at 2 a.m.
0: Yeah, what is the girl doing there at 2 a.m.? Same thing goes back with Bill Cosby and with Tupac.
1: This is the thing. I, I believe that you, you, we have to be thinkers. Right. And so if we don't put ourselves in compromising situations, there then we go. have a much better chance of faring out okay. So it's, it doesn't mean that that's 100%. Okay, again, don't be angry with me. All I'm saying is this, that if I went, I'll, I'll even tell you this. So I was in a college, in undergrad. And um, there was this guy that was in my class. I do not remember his name to save my life. Mm -hmm. And so um, we had been talking a little bit on and off just around school. Mm -hmm. And so he had asked me, he said, oh, he said, would you like to come over to study? And I was young. I mean, green is this green screen standing behind me. And I was like oh, okay, that's cool or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. And I go to this guy's apartment. I'm young. I'm under 20. You know, I go to his apartment, and I'm just like, if somebody asks you to study, they want to study. I mean, I am so, yeah, so I was that way. But anyway, so I went to his place, and so Mm -hmm. we started talking. We're sitting there. I don't remember all the fine details, but I do remember that he tried to come at me real hard, and I had to, like, push him up off me and get my stuff and get out of his place. Like, I was so... I was, I I think since that time, I felt like I learned a huge lesson to not put myself in a compromising situation. And perhaps I did not know that person well enough to go visit their apartment. You know, so I think that women have to make smart choices. And it doesn't mean that 100% of the time that you'll be safe because... Predators are all around, Mm -hmm. but I'm saying that, yeah, just, just be mindful, be aware. And, um, if you don't know somebody, don't go meet them in the middle of the night. Yeah. Don't go, don't give them your address. If you don't know somebody, I mean, you know, yeah, just protect yourself.
0: Protect yourself. And I will say to the ladies out there, uh, get your own drink. Do if you go to a party, get your own drink. Don't let someone get the drink for you because they could put a roofie or something in it.
1: Well, and you can, of course, you cannot leave your drink either. But yeah. at, back to the topic, because I think we're spaying off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And the point here is yeah. that Senate Bill 8 really um, will hurt women, and women are already going over to New Mexico, to Mexico, to Louisiana, mm-hmm. to Oklahoma to get abortions. And then Mississippi came up with some similar kind of law that they're trying to do. And yeah. then now it's with the Supreme Court. What do you think the Supreme Court's going to do?
0: Man, that's tough because usually the Supreme Court would kind of side with the state, you know? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I What do you think? You think that they're going to overturn it?
1: You know what? We do have a very conservative, um, you know, set of justices right now overall. Yeah. But I will say that some of them do have daughters, they have wives, and yeah. they, uh. you know, have pasts right and just because you're a justice doesn't mean that you have not been involved in anything like this or somebody in your family hasn't so some of these things um i think just really going to the law um if the justices go to the law um it will show that this is really um a travesty yeah um and that is unlawful and so that's the bottom line i think that they'll find it to be unlawful and that they will um you know, the state will probably have to come back and raise it to something like twenty weeks, or you know, so, which was where it was already, I believe. So, I mean, just you know what? Just stop, <laughs> just right, stop, man. Right. Stay out of women's stop. <laughs> stop. I hear you. I
0: hear you. Uh, it's my
1: reproductive rights, not yeah. your. Repro- yeah. how, how are they? How are they my reproductive rights? But you get to right to get the right to say oh. what I do with my right. reproductive right. organs. It's not your business stay out of my bedroom
0: well we'll we'll come back to it uh and if they do overturn this if they overturn the supreme court bang there you go there you go you know but i do i do uh i i'm 50 50 with it but again i can't tell a person or a woman how to deal with their body like that's their body they're having the baby
1: Rick, I, I mean of course i appreciate that because you know what Ultimately, yeah. they go through. Women are still dying today in America during childbirth. Yeah. So this is a life or death sentence for some people. So many people probably felt like or feel like, hey, that didn't happen in America. That only happens in third world countries. It's still it is happening in America. Women are dying in childbirth.
0: And it's called Watateya. in Aztec. They help rise the sun. Okay. Who helps to
1: rise the sun? Be a little more clear about the that. Women, who, about? The
0: women who pass away in birth, giving birth, mm-hmm. they help rise the sun.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. The, the spirits. Yeah, the spirits help. Yeah. All, all the women that, you know, through the years have died, given birth, they help the sun rise.
1: Well, maybe we just let the <laughs> sun set.
0: We don't, we don't want
1: any more dying, no more, any more people dying giving right. birth, you know. But um, yeah, so women, I just want to encourage you again. Mm-hmm. Think before you act. If there you go. don't know that guy, you know, just be so extra careful and mindful. And no, I don't want you to be paranoid, but I want you to think about your safety first. And so move with your safety in mind. And if you don't want to deal with someone Uh, In a physical way, if it's touching, petting, kissing, just don't, don't let it start. Or if it begins and then you say, you know, no, no, thank you, then don't do it. And also if you are, I think this is kind of that thing that gets me. For example, let's just say on Tuesday, I'm going to make up some names. Tammy and Paul were, you know, hanging out doing something and then it was fine. We're touching and doing whatever and then on Thursday, Paul or Tammy, one of them might be touching the other one. And then one of them, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is terrible. Why are you touching me like this today? Well, you just touched each other on Tuesday and then you come back on Thursday and now it's a problem. Yeah. And then now what you want to go to the police, you want to tell other yeah. people, you want to make the Hey, make up your mind. Either you're comfortable enough with the person to get intimate to some, some level with them or you're not comfortable with that person. And on top of this, so let me just hit the mental health part of this. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have ever been molested, raped, harmed, um, in any, any manner where you are still dealing with trauma that's unresolved, please reach out. Find a therapist today. You know, there are psychologists and therapists all around That you know, you should reach out to to work on yourself instead of going through a hundred failed relationships, instead of um, blaming people for things that you know you were a big part of, instead of going down a really rocky road unnecessarily, please reach out to a therapist or a a psychiatrist, Mm -hmm. a psychologist, a social worker, yeah, someone. Because until your mental health is stable, it's difficult to have a solid relationship with someone. And you certainly don't want to be that person who is saying that someone did you something, but you're just triggered and thought about something someone else did you. So it's very important when we start pointing fingers. Oh, Ricky, Rick, you did me this on Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it was good on Tuesday, but on Thursday, no, Rick. oh my God, now you're a molester, pedophile. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. that's not cool. It's not cool. If it was cool Tuesday, I mean, what did you say to make it not be cool on Thursday? Did you say, hey, we're hanging out, but... Do not touch me. I don't want to be close in an intimate way. Leave me alone. Use your words. Be clear about what it is that you're willing to allow or be a part of.
0: Very well said. Very well said. Yeah, that's that's mental health. Yep. You know, you guys, you guys be, you know, ladies, beware. And, and guys, don't fall into the trap sometimes, guys. You know, somehow they, you know, they think that uh just because you get a little kiss that you're gonna get laid. And it's not like that.
1: <laughs> you know? No sir. No, sir. It's not.
0: Okay, changing the subject. Travis Scott Astral World Festival happened here in Houston yesterday. Eight people died. Um prayers go out to the family. And people were trampled, and there was a surge on the crowd, and um people broke in, you know, broke the gates. <sighs> What do you think about that?
1: So let's talk about, I I mean, it's so many different components of this. So let's go ahead and say, you know, I hate that, you know, Travis Scott's name is attached to this because, I mean, you know, he does often give back to the community. He's always an advocate for helping and giving and and sharing, you know, um, whatever he's amassed with others. So I, you know, appreciate that in him as a human being. But um, so I hate that his name is attached to this. But secondly, outside of that, certainly um, he, being one man, had no control over a massive group of 50,000 people. But
0: I think it was more than 50,000.
1: Well, I wasn't there. I'm just going off of what Mm. multiple media sources, including CNN, uh, Mm. Reuters, and others have mentioned. You know, um, 50,000 is a a round number. So it may be 50,001. Who knows? But anyway, so (laughs) 50,000 people... At least 50,000 of all ages, colors, races, cultures, backgrounds were there. And I think they just went initially for a good time.
0: For a good time.
1: And, you know, and... Astro world i was kind of sad when they closed it down because i was like yeah i live in texas now we're gonna go to World. what is closing down uh, so I, <laughs> how did you feel when Astro world closed down
0: i know ne- you know i never went i was supposed to go in 98 uh, junior class they bought tickets and i didn't go we were coming to Astro world yeah
1: yeah because yeah. it was a fun thing for here yeah, in Houston. but yeah. um so yeah so lots of people went you know bought tickets for hundreds of dollars to 300 college.
0: 350 plus tax
1: basically 400 bucks yeah so two days of fun in the sun different artists well-known people earth wind
0: and fire was supposed to be there tonight
1: that would have been lovely i'm sure that was gonna be a good show yeah yeah um you know and so here we are we wake up the next morning after the show and i what was i doing i was i think i was Uh, reading something but I looked and the television was on and it said breaking news and I pressed the volume button the Mm -hmm. mute button so I could hear and I was like oh my god no Mm -hmm. what eight people dead. what 25 people hospitalized or transported to the hospital 300 people treated on site for injuries more than 11 people with cardiac arrest what happened
0: I think, you know, this generation, uh, you know, we have kids, you know, and uh we wanna teach when we want we want to teach them to be respectful, yes ma'am, yes sir, you know. But some of these kids just don't care. And it's it's rough because how what are they gonna teach their kids? You know, and you know, I've been to festivals, I've been to the Lollapalooza. I've been to South by Southwest, I've been to the Warp Tour, and It's not like that. When I went, it was like, you know, respectful, you know, you know, it was crowded, but, you know, they had mosh pits, but they had mosh pits, they'll pick you up.
1: So what do you want to say from your experience uh, in in, uh, visiting those places or those events and observing this one on television? What would you say
0: might be some of the differences? Be respectful, be respectful, stop, you know, I know you want to see the artists, you know, they they want to mosh, but these kids... They don't know that if someone falls down, you have to pick them up because a body can only take so much. And I'm sure that the people that that, that died were stomped on multiple times, you know, and some people have heavy feet, you know, and it's like you see someone down, help them. Like, you know, I I don't understand how it got to that, but I can kind of understand that it says 50,000, right? The chief inspector, the, the fire inspector, Pena said that their estimated was 200,000 people could fit there. But there's no way 200,000, that they estimated that that's how many people could go there. But they cut off the ticket sales at 50,000. So were there 50,000? I think there's more than that. Especially the people that that snuck in.
1: Well, but I mean, the, the people that kind of ran through the gates that morning, I mean, it wasn't like that was 5,000 people. So, I mean, we're still not talking about a grave amount, amount more than uh, the 50,000. But... Um, I did appreciate, uh, you know, when Travis recognized something was going on and he kind of stopped things, you mm-hmm. know, and um, certainly concerned about the well-being of uh, all the people who came, uh, were a part of the, sh- uh, the show, um, and the guests, and ticket holders. I mean, that is is very sad. I mean, it's very disheartening, and sometimes some people just don't know when to say when, you know, and... With that being such a mixed group, age wise, because some yeah. parents had their kids there, Yeah, had ten year olds Their Ten year old got
0: hospitalized. You, know. you had all these kids that passed away. I think the oldest was twenty seven, and then there's an un- unidentified young man, but they don't know what you know what his name is. He doesn't have no ID. He's unknown. So somewhere out there, the family is like, "Is he? You know, how come they haven't came forward? Who knows? Maybe, maybe he's not even from this town. Maybe, maybe he, he's a runaway." You know, that's, it's crazy. Uh, Mm -hmm. What do you think the show should have, should have been? What do you you mean? Like, what do you think that to prevent this from, from happening?
1: I don't know if there is a prevention thing. Um, I think that it does come down to each individual's um, ability to, you know, have a moral compass. Mm. And post- it's so sad. Post well, I, post lockdown time here in Houston, I have noticed, because traffic used to be crazy before, but now yeah. there are these random drivers that are, I don't know if it's mental health related. I don't know if it's alcohol and drug related. I don't know if it's, oh my God, this shutdown has driven me, you know, uh, in a whole different zone related. But all of these people driving backwards on roads that they know are not, two-way streets um, or freeways. Mm-hmm. All of these people driving like bats out of hell a hundred miles an hour or more in pretty full traffic. I just saw him coming over here. Where was it? What happened?
0: He just cut everyone off. It was a Benz too. He just like, he, he he was tailgating me and like he passed me up and then he went and he, he, tried, to, he tried to pass me up. So he, he got behind me, he got to the left and there was already a car in front of him and so I, I was like, he's not coming in. And so he... He, he slowed down, went behind me, went on this lane, went straight. And this is a four lane. And then like snuck in between two cars. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, are you that much in a hurry?
1: So I guess what I'm saying is that, you know, and I don't want to blame everything on the pandemic, but I will say it's that. got to do something with holes, Oh, yes. It's so many people right now who are discombobulated. And, you know, the question is, what does mental health have to do with this? I think mental health and I think in our compassion level mm-hmm. has everything to do with it. Because if you don't, you know, if you honestly don't care about the next person and you knock them down, then your action is to step on them like they're not there. Yes. Like where yes. is your heart? Where is your empathy? Where is your humanity?
0: I think there's that disconnect because, you know, the 90s generation was different. You know, I'm Generation X. Uh, you know, we, you know, we, we weren't perfect, but we definitely, when we're in a mosh pit, we'll pick you up. You know, we we'll, you know, if there's some girl that passed out, we'll go ahead and say, hey, someone, someone come over here, and take her. You know, I went to the Food Fighters concert and it was packed and the AC broke. Mm. The Food Fighters played for about 30 minutes and there was no casualties because guess what? They were like, hey, this girl passed out. Let's, this guy passed out. Let's, let's, let's help them. You know, no AC. This is April in Texas. You know, you know it's hot. I was sweating. It
1: ain't that hot yet. <laughs> now, I mean, I like, Texas is bad. Now don't let don't let me. Uh, Live Oak Civic Center. Texas we're is,
0: oh. sweating. I'm oh, sweating. Lord. I'm body surfing. I fall down. <laughs> they pick me up. It was amazing. But I just don't. I there's a disconnect between this generation and it's just a big gap. Same thing with hip hop. It's just i don't know what it is it's like they let the kids do whatever they want and and it's like i'll call child protective services oh boy you do that to me i'm gonna whoop your ass if you're my kid that's just me but i mean it it has to do a lot with discipline i think
1: well i mean and you know a combination of discipline and parenting so i know we had not mentioned this particular topic but let's just jump on it since we've got the time yeah so is here in houston I mean, literally not too far from where we're recording right now. I mean, not far at all. Um, Where the mother and her boyfriend had left two children at home with her one child. Yes. uh, Who, his skeletal remains. Very tragic. And so, you know, again, I'm not sure. The news has not said anything about her and drugs, but... Listening to a family member who was on the news one day, they did mention um, something about her mental health. So some people unfortunately believe mental health is not real. Oh, you're weak. Oh, this is not real. You're just making up this stuff. And so this, these are a couple of the reasons why people who are struggling don't say anything. This is, you know, these are some of the reasons why people just commit suicide because they feel like nobody around them will listen, will believe them, will think what they're saying is true, um, might berate them because they're being honest about what's going on with them mentally. And sometimes if there's a parent who has a mental health concern, sometimes they observe it in their child, but maybe the parent doesn't see it in themselves. And so, um... It is important that if you are struggling with mental health, that you can reach out to the county, you can reach out to the Trahan Therapy Center, you could reach out to, you know, there's so many places um, to find therapy. And, you you know, if you feel like you're in a therapeutic emergency, the new number to dial, and I don't know if it's working now, but it's 988, like, um, as if you would do 911, right? 988. 988. You know, and mental health is real. And if it's something like depression or anxiety or bipolar or DMDD or P- PMDD, all these different things that you can have, PTSD, you know, it knows a lot of alphabet, right? A lot of acronyms, but it's a lot of things that people are dealing with and it could be stress.
0: I think, you know, uh, yes, for sure. Uh, I think also some of like, you know, talking to your son earlier about it and he's, he's around that age, like travis scott is a good artist but it's not that he's you know he's not michael jackson or he's not like you know kendrick lamar you know someone someone that's high you know high or dr dre right to where you have to go to the show peer pressure like i want to go to the show because i want to be in the in crowd and i want to be there because this person is going and so and so this person is going you know. So
1: I guess we're going to, let's go back to the point I wanted to finish off. So, yeah, yeah. The, so it could be the kids, but it could also, it lacking, um, you know, a certain emotional capacity. But also it could be the parenting, as you were trying to say. That's yeah. what I was saying about this mom. Yeah. You know, I mean, not only was she not parenting, she left them home for months by themselves oh, with no goodness. lights. And she was paying for two apartments. Her boyfriend had, it was the one who beat and killed the first child and then oh. she left the other two and then it's my understanding that there was she has a total of 6 kids. So oh, when mental health goodness. is not addressed, right. You talk about who in their right mind will leave a, a will leave have your child become a whole skeleton like die and go through the whole rigor mortis everything. The breakdown process in the house with other children. Those two children Will need therapy for their whole lives. Oh, I mean, oh my that's god! Their heart. Just oh my the, there's such a trauma. Like I know my dead brothers in the room. What?
0: So I mean, there's got to be a smell of the body rotten. I mean, there
1: was a smell, and neighbors reported it to the management. With like a lot of apartment communities, don't you know they? Some people don't aren't very responsive in you know some apartment communities, and they weren't very they weren't responsive. So they were told that, hey, there's a smell, there's a smell. According to what was reported on KHOU, they had been told that there was a smell. And so they they didn't do anything about it. They never addressed it. They never even went to go see.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: So the neighbors were aware that something was not right, but they didn't know what it was. Um, Because some people were asking, well, wouldn't you know that, wouldn't you notice that like no adults are going and coming from their house? But you're hearing kids in there.
0: Isn't that crazy? Like you you bringing that up and it's 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 along the along the same subject. But of course, it's not it's not uh, someone dead. Like when I used to live in an apartment, I had my dog Remo and I didn't turn it in. Somehow they found out and they had a door on my they had a note on my door when I got back from work. Like you need to do this deposit. So these apartment complexes, they can do that, but they can't check on a well-being, a smell or something, unless it's not in their best interest. It's, oh, yeah, if it's
1: not to benefit them, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. It makes
0: no sense. No sense at all.
1: So I will say that I certainly, over the years, I've lived in a couple of apartment communities that were highly responsive and very receptive and, and positive and, you know, helped. But certainly, on the other hand, there are a lot of uh, larger communities or uh you know, organizations that have uh, apartments all around the uh, country. Um, and some of them just, they, they just, the management, it just, I'm going to say it's a per person, per property thing.
0: So do you think the apartments have fought as well? With, I mean, the you know, if the little boy...
1: I'm not a lawyer, but I will just say this part, that they're, they they could possibly be held to be negligent on behalf of the two children that were right. left yes. without support, and without food, light. and everything, everything oh my right. Goodness. Um, they could certainly, because if nobody checked and people were reporting this problem and nobody went to go check to see anything, I would say that certainly the management could certainly be held liable, and even perhaps the apartment community. Um, right. You know that company that um, that owns them, right. that um, facility. Um, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and it's sad that these kids had to go through this.
0: Yeah, so yeah. you have
1: a parent who's not parenting, kids that are, you know, they don't know which way is up. and pro- I think they had not been to school since the pandemic situation, mm-hmm. from my understanding. So nobody knows that they're not up the par, living up to par, because they're mm-hmm. not showing up. At least when as, when I was a teacher, I mean, when kids would come to school and they didn't smell fresh or something, you could send them to the nurse and let them wash up and come back to class. Cause you didn't want them to get
0: bullied yeah. by their, you know peers I, and stuff like that. I used like to that. have a kid when I was in elementary. He smelled like he smelled like like urine, like urine, and kids would make fun of him. Like, oh, that's so and so. You know, they call him piss head or they call him something. I was like, you know, I didn't, I never uh, joined that. But I, I mean, he did smell, and it, it's parenting.
1: Well, you you're right. It's parenting, but also as an educator, I believe that you know we have we well um, we have a lot of roles. And one of the roles is to protect those children. And so protecting them means if if that kid comes in there and you realize that he's, you know, because maybe he's having a bedwetting issue for whatever reason. yeah So whatever that reason is, let's just get him to the nurse. baby go ahead on to the nurse and then just call the nurse and whisper, hey, Johnny, little Johnny needs to wash off because, you know, he's not too fresh and they'll let him go and do that in private. Nobody will know his business and he can return back with his peers and, you know, nobody knows you know what's going on.
0: Right. You know, to Mm. me, you
1: can't. How can a child focus when they're hungry? How can a child focus in class when they're when they smell like tinkle and everybody's bothering them? How can they? You know be okay because they're gonna be bullied because these kids today a lot. Like, I mean, just all my anything they could find, anything and you know.
0: online, online bullying. Like, I, I was playing a, a video game, uh, NBA 2K 21, and I wasn't that good. And they were like, You're trash, man. What are you doing? Playing, and it's like, What, like, seriously, get out of the way. And I'm you could hear them talking, and I'm just like. Man, if I was a kid, I'd be like, you know, sitting there like, man, I don't ever want to play this game again because they're so they're like just bashing me instead of saying, hey, we'll help you, hey, we can do this. Like, no. So I can only imagine a kid.
1: So going back to the Travis Scott situation, yeah, the question is, what happened to compassion in people? That I think is a huge negligence question. What happened to compassion? In kids, what happened to compassion? In adults, where is the compassion? Where did it go?
0: I don't know. It. It. it, That's a very good question. Out the window, apparently that day. I'm sure there was people there trying to help. I'm sure.
1: Excuse me. I don't mean just that day. I just mean as we're talking about multiple stories, we hear a lack of compassion, a lack of love, a lack of concern, a lack of interest. I mean that's what that's what the that's what multiple we stories we've talked about kind of had the same theme like where is the heart?
0: I mean just imagine I mean the Foo Fighters concert could have been a travesty. People could have died because it was so hot. It was inside a building like a warehouse. But there was no casualties. They started giving out water later on, I remember. And I think if something along the line where you can have compa- whoever's running, well, first we gotta look at the organizers. You know, they're looking about the money. You know, they're looking. Oh man, four hundred bucks a person. You know, fifty thousand. You know, that's you know a million dollars or whatever it is. But they're not. Are they looking out for the well being of the people being there?
1: Well, I mean, I think that if they only sold fifty thousand tickets to uh, at a place that's reportedly holds 200,000, yeah. I would say they were looking out for the well-being of the people. But also, each person also has to look out for their own well-being and the well-being of their neighbors. Yeah. It's not just uh, me, fi, me, I, me, I, am, I, just me by myself. It's, it's I mean, Me, myself, and I. That's right, because ultimately, we live in a world with other people. And it doesn't mean that you have to find yourself susceptible to being um, overtaken by another person. It's just about in that type of environment, everybody needs to be good. We're not trying to harm yeah. people. We should be, you know, elbowing Helping. anybody or, you know, we should just be chilling. Okay, it's a lot of people up in here. Let's just chill. You know, the only other thing I could think of, and I don't know how that would've worked out, is if there would have been an area like of chairs where people brought their chairs.
0: Right. Kind of one of those long
1: concert kind of things. But again, there's always gonna be that one person.
0: They're gonna reevaluate this. This gonna do
1: something that is unacceptable. There's always one person that does something that doesn't make sense, is unacceptable, is harmful to the masses or the group. There's always that one person. So even if they you know organize it down to the nth degree with rows of chairs and columns of chairs and all this, all neat. Somebody was going to do something that was not, that was unorthodox. And also
0: you got drugs, you got alcohol involved, like, you know. That well, but has... these,
1: these, are th- these are factors that we have no control over. Yeah. I mean, I've certainly been in a concert before where drugs, you know, marijuana was smoked and whatever, I mean, by other people, you know. And I think that. Like
0: when, when we went to the reggae fest. And that wasn't dangerous. People were chilling. People were having a good time. And that place probably held what? Maybe it was five- a lot
1: of people there, but it was really nice, and everybody had enough space. Nobody was all on top of each yes, other. Yes, yes. And some people just had sheets or blankets on the ground, or towels, and some people had chairs. Some people stood up. Some people just sat on the ground. I mean, it was a very peaceful environment. But again.
0: But they're the older. nature of
1: no, don't say they were older because they had a lot of young people out there. Well, so the nature of people, there were a lot of people out there between fifteen. Well, and there was college
0: kids. There was. I'll take it back. There was college kids because UH is right there. Mm-hmm. There were a
1: lot of people between. I was. But I think though, if there would have been some
0: stomping, those old school people would have done something about it. Versus, well,
1: that's you know what, but that's more of a community thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Like. Yeah. You know, when you say, you know, hey, we're island people, we're Caribbean, this is how we function. So, yeah, maybe somebody would have got up there and be like, no, we're not going to do this. But that's different than in a concert. You have such a mix of cultures. Yeah. And so that's a totally different situation.
0: Yeah. Well, we're going to conclude this uh, this episode. Uh, and uh, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, I hope everyone is well. And prayers go out to the family. Yes, uh, certainly. You know, that, that lost their loved ones uh, in this concert.
1: Please show more compassion in your day-to-day living and giving. Um, if you need some mental health support, please reach out to the Trahan Therapy Center uh, at www.trahantherapyhouston.com. And make sure you shop our stores. It's almost a holiday season, and we have loads of wonderful gifts there for you to shop on for, um, for your family. And... Uh, Show compassion, guys. Compassion. Yeah, that's what it is. The world can only be better when we're more compassionate.
0: That's right. Well done. All right. This
1: is Shay T signing off.
0: This is DJ Quest One. Peace out, y'all. Now, uh, I just wanted to hit up uh, about compassion on this episode. That there was people that helped, and there was a nurse that RN and that tried to help some of these kids, and there was a, a college student from A and that tried to help. Uh, there was people that were showing compassion. It's we were just talking about in general as a whole. So I, we don't want to come off as insensitive when it to this to this subject, especially the people that have passed away from it from this, but. It's something that we wanted to hit. And as far as the RN helping, she had no, the EMT bags, they, were, they didn't have the right equipment. And there was two kids that were, that had no pulses. So that's all I wanted to bring up. And, you know, I wanted to bring positive message and compassion, y'all. Not trying to be, you know, uh, not calling people out, but we definitely live and learn in this life. And that's all I wanted to say as far as uh, being compassionate. All right, peace.